0: Welcome back to Gray Malkin Lane, the podcast where queer friends gather to review and discuss the original X-Men comics from the 1960s. Last week we reviewed X-Men number 20, the first book written by Roy Thomas, where the mysterious Lucifer, the longtime foe of Professor X and who is also responsible for paralyzing him, manipulated the X-Men into fighting Eunice the Untouchable and the Blob. This week in From Whence Comes Dominus, the X-Men confront Lucifer head-on, but... Lucifer has summoned the mysterious Dominus to conquer Earth first. Uh, We are joined here by a couple of my very favorite people. Uh, I'll let you guys introduce yourselves, let us know your names, your gender pronouns, and then today's question, uh, I want you to think of some ridiculous aliens from any source, books, movies, cartoons, that have tried to conquer the Earth at some point. Uh, And then, why do super powerful aliens want to conquer the Earth?
1: Hey there, George Michael and or Mike. Depends on how well you know me. He him. Um man, when you talked about ridiculous aliens trying to conquer the earth, I immediately went back to my childhood and the movie Spaced Invaders. And I love that movie. It's Wait, Halloween. Yeah, remember that show? Spaced Invaders. yes yeah, Spaced Invaders. <laughs> okay. Is that this like is your Stoner challenge. Camp Halloween? No, movie? it's it's a kids' <laughs> movie. It's an 80s kids movie. One of them talks like uh, Jack Nicholson, <laughs> like it's ridiculous. And now I want to go watch it. It's a Halloween movie, so I I'll encourage to everyone down. watch Spaced Invaders. That's your homework. I'm assigning. You. Are you adding a, an extra D on purpose? No, no, no. That's <laughs> the movie. Space the Spaced ah, S P A C E D S-P-A-C-E-D, Spaced Invaders. Because they're idiots. They're morons. They're uh, not very good at what they do. They're trying to conquer Earth, but they suck at it. So, or you could move the D, and it's Space Dinvaders. Yeah, Space Dinvaders. Code
2: name. that's the sequel
1: yeah <laughs> and why are they trying to invade earth probably i don't know why anyone would want to invade us these days that's me being gloom though <laughs> let's move on <laughs> oh um i'm i'm mike woo woo. <laughs> too many um, mics
3: in the room I, i'm basically on every episode but <laughs> this time i'm talking again this is my second occurrence <laughs> Welcome back, babe where I'm, where I'm actually a contributing vocalist on here um, I, I'm Mike, he, him um, I don't know, the first one that came to my mind was Mars Attacks That was
1: mine, <laughs> so, now I have to think of oh another no. one well, I already <laughs> took Spaced Invaders <laughs> <so>. oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, I don't know, I mean my only thought is like Probably other planets have done to their... I mean, other planets. Probably other aliens have done to their planet what we're doing to ours right now and exhausted all their resources, <laughs> and they're probably just going to come take our resources. What little we have left. What little we have left. There I go. But then they get here, and they're like, you guys don't have anything, so we're going to move on. So well, maybe we have pizza us rolls. Maybe so maybe us depleting our planet is going to help save us from an alien invasion <laughs>
2: because...
3: We, we don't have it. anything to give them anymore. We, we, we already use it all, sorry. <laughs> we use it all. So,
2: <laughs> the equivalent of being mugged and just pulling out your pockets and nothing broke. being there. Right? Like, hey, that's what it too, is. Me too, man. We <laughs> <You> don't <laughs> have anything. That's,
3: that's what's going to save us in the end from an alien invasion. <laughs>
2: nice. Um, I'm Corey. Uh, he, him. My alien race was stolen by Mike, so... <laughs> The only other thing I could think of, and it was the second thought I had anyways, was Coneheads.
1: That's a that great was... one. They <laughs> came for our Subway sandwiches. <laughs>
2: they were <was> so ridiculous. <laughs> I just I remember I remember really enjoying that movie and watching the tape over and over again as a kid and uh really getting excited about the, the it's not the Sarlacc Pit, that's Star Wars. That's very Star Wars. What was the uh it doesn't matter. Anyways, um, my I go with the Coneheads, and why would I can't remember why they came specifically Subway sandwiches. Was it really? No, Subway I don't sand- know. They were just they just had a promotion <laughs> with Subway sandwiches. Time. You know what? Maybe it is the Subway. They would maybe open their the, big mouths and just shove a whole one. Maybe in all half. the capitalism makes it seem better than it is. Uh, <laughs> my name. My
0: name is Chad. He him. And when I started scanning my brain, there were so many alien races that it was shocking. Uh, off the top of my head, Coneheads was there. Alf. Oh, <laughs> Alf! You <guys> remember Alf? <laughs> I love Alf. I know way too much about Alf. <laughs> uh, I like so how we're podcast. just
3: thinking of comedic alien races. <laughs> well, we're we're talking... not thinking of any like. Well, I asked ridiculous, of... yeah. ridiculous uh, alien yeah. races. Was the question?
0: Okay. So there's 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 a lot out there though, and uh, we we have this idea. I think we have this fascination as a species about aliens coming to conquer us because we are super. Superior, or our planet is so amazing. But there are so many examples in Marvel Comics of aliens trying to come and conquer the Earth. They really want it, And we get another example of that in this issue, which is why we ask that question. Uh, so we covered last time we had Roy Thomas taking over the reins of Riding from Stan Lee, and we continue that run. This comic book is very word-dense, and I think there are more unintentional, maybe intentional, uh uh sexual references in this book than any of the others uh there's so many. There's so the so gayest many issue
1: of X Men I've read,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, and last time if you guys recall when we had uh, when we had our uh our issue number twenty, we saw like uh Lucifer's big like penis, missile, and like they kept using words like penetrate over and over. This issue is somehow even worse. Uh, So we're going to jump in. The uh, the X-Men have gotten on their new plane with Professor X and they are flying to find uh, Lucifer somewhere in the southeastern desert. Professor X, if you recall, is wearing like a fishbowl helmet because uh, Lucifer's trying to invade his thoughts and block his telepathy. So he's blocking Lucifer with the uh, with the his his little helmet. Uh, Professor X has worn a num- a number of nice headpieces. What did you guys think of his uh, fishbowl look?
2: It, back to the basics, right? It's no 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 frills, no nothing, no crazy technology, just efficiency. He just stuck a,
0: <laughs> stuck a fishbowl on his head. I hope uh, someone gave him some flakes to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so as we jump in on page one, uh, the the ship has changed directions. There is a blinding shaft of light piercing the ship, and they are uh, being kind of knocked all squampus. There's so much even just on page one. <laughs> Angel uh, is kind of flopping on top of Iceman, who says, Oops, watch the knee there, Worry boy. Worry boy being short for Warren, but I think, Iceman probably likes the knee right where it is. What did you guys think?
2: I want to know why no one's wearing a freaking seatbelt. Yeah, this
1: was the 60s. (laughs) Seatbelts weren't a thing yet. Uh, We're just
2: missing everyone smoking a cigarette. Yeah, everyone everyone was smoking a cigarette before the turbulence.
1: (laughs) Then the no smoking sign came on and they all put them out.
0: Beast is uh, on his back, feet up... (laughs) Frankly, and, you know, this one's going to get a little racy today, guys. Frankly looking like he's ready to bottom. Oh. And uh, he's talking about what an ungraceful pose this is for him to assume. I don't think it's his first time. I know, those foot fetishes at the beatnik bar should be seeing his feet straight up at you.
1: The husky roustabouts. Yeah. I remember husky them. Roustabout.
2: <laughs> Sounds like a casting call. I love Beast, them. Do
3: you think Beast has ever tried to sell
1: feet pics? He should. That's how he That's Only how he, fans were
2: a thing in the 60s.
1: That's that's how he uh, pays for his science experiments is his feet pics <laughs> on OnlyFans.
0: Uh, an angel is being blinded by a shaft yeah. of light. Do you guys like being blinded by We don't need to answer no. that question. Uh, we move on to the next page and the shaft of light that is coming from some beam in the sky is pouring into a volcano with lots of, frankly, it just looks like sperm. Chad, that's a shaft of light. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they're green, so I don't know
1: if they're eating too much... Uh, vegetables or they, we
0: don't know how is Lucifer's alien is.
1: turn your sperm green i don't know maybe if you're one of the quists <laughs>
3: yeah i eat lots of vegetables and i've never had green sperm i don't sperm. know maybe it's an asparagus so... thing how much asparagus and
1: brussels sprouts are you eating not enough apparently. apparently
0: not enough so there's an opening in the sky the 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 sperm are pouring into the volcano uh in massive shapes and the x-men are kind of caught in this wave of light and being lured down we learn in a minute that lucifer's lair is under the volcano and it's well, so ridiculously elaborate how they get into this lair we're gonna let me elaborate it's not second.
1: a volcano it's a butte, which i chose to read for the entire issue as a butt so oh, i have I plenty of butt jokes coming up so stay stay tuned i have a whole get list ready. i'm just gonna rattle them all off
0: it yeah. totally looks it does it as a butt i don't know why i said volcano yeah, it's, it's butte, yeah, but yeah, I, I read it as
1: butt they said but, but. so the shaft was entering the butt <laughs> <Let me just laughs> the sperm there. from the shaft are yeah.
0: entering the butte well, so nothing's gonna happen it's in there gray Malkin after dark here <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: the wrong and you said it only gets worse from here yeah yeah my yeah. will only increase or... yeah. I've, got a, I've got a whole list of Have butt jokes way,
0: coming so innuendo. stay tuned i am so excited for your yeah, i'm
1: just gonna jokes. read them all in a minute, but let's you know. <laughs> okay, all
0: we have this bizarre and delightful interlude. There is a group of cowboys from a dude ranch who witness everything that's going on. They're led by a man named Porter Mack. Porter Mack is the leader of the dude ranch, which is a fantastic cowboy name, frankly. He's so much
2: bigger and more muscular than they are, too. Yeah. It's like, it's very clear. he's He's got... Yeah, he r- he That's how cowboys are. You didn't know? like The, the leaders biggest, are
3: always really yeah, big. That's by size. They're like a gorilla society. Like, the biggest <laughs> well, and the strongest is the lead <laughs> cowboy. That's, that's how they are.
1: <laughs> I'm theorizing that this is actually Palm Springs and Porter Mac's Dude <laughs> Ranch is actually a clothing optional gay resort. <laughs> And the vanisher the, stays
0: there regularly. Yes,
1: he just vanishes <laughs> occasionally.
0: Uh, so Porter Mac is leading his cowboys toward this. They're coming to investigate. And they are a little obsessed, frankly. Mm-hmm. They, they want to find out what's happening in the butt. We're well, just yes. going to keep and they saying wanna, that. Well, they, They're well, going
2: to go stop those phony science fiction gimmicks mm-hmm. from well, well, on their property. <laughs>
1: the, the leader of them, Porter Mac himself, says, Considering the lack of roads near Buchanan's butt... I I I would like to argue that all roads point towards Buchanan's Butt at Porter Max Dude Ranch. But anyway, continue. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. The next line. I got to read that one again. Anyway, uh yeah, so he's like we're not coming back till we get to the bottom of bottom. Porter of Buchanan's Bold Butt. Bold
0: bottom. But anyway, there's a yes. I'm ready for the rest there's of the butt jokes? Well no, we're,
1: we're not there yet. There, there's more coming. Next page. <laughs> Unintended. Yes.
0: Because <laughs> there's sperm entering the butt. Yeah. This is not for children, this episode, everyone. Uh just to keep Are in mind. Any of the episodes for children? Some. Oh, I'm yeah. really <laughs> the family first pe- family the, podcast. The, I'm nice. pretty sure Let's the introduction the was
1: for children, and since then we've gone downhill rapidly.
0: Heather is not here, and I would be like, Are you okay this whole episode? But we got four <laughs> dudes here, so it's just uh, we're just gonna let out. It's I'll gonna hang be butt out. jokes. It's just
3: locker room talk right
0: that's why it's gone <laughs> off the rails already <laughs> heather's not here to keep us contained uh okay so as the as the x-men enter the butt they, there are opalescent gases yes, emanating from the butt yes there's gases coming the from buchanan's they try, butt
2: they try to enter the butt but the gases thwart them yes
0: <laughs> the gas is coming from buchanan's butt and then there's erupting geysers which nearly destroy their plane also coming from the butt
1: well there's also erupting geysers. At Porter Max Dude Ranch. (laughs) Oh goodness! Well, it's man-made.
3: It says right here, tremendous force and man-made. I'm certain Mm -hmm. that's what.
1: I know it. I am impressed with how um, agile the plane is. How we can just zoom in and out of geysers coming from Buchanan's butt.
0: There is a moment where uh, Angel is talking about how this new plane is niftier than his sports car. And Iceman calls him out. He says, Beastie Boy, do you ever notice the tiny signs of materialism in Warren's character, which makes me happy? Uh, there's also a moment where Jean Grey is frustrated with Cyclops because he never she pays attention not to focused. me. He doesn't ever look at me unless something's wrong with him. He's worried about me. Cyclops. They're, they're pining and pining and pining after each other. It keeps going for quite some time, actually.
1: So the way they're standing there, they're both holding under a rail. I'm sure their hands are inching closer to each other. But no, they're not touching.
0: Let's talk about the rail. Is this some sort
2: of scaffolding with rockets on yeah, the bottom? Yeah, it's a rocket scaffolding. You can't go from that really kick-ass jet to, like, this metal platform with rails on it.
0: How I that's- mean, it's 1960s. <laughs> yeah. Science. You can do anything with... Science. Science. <laughs> look, at, look at their Science? outfits. They're not going to have nice gear, too.
2: <laughs> so and All their money on the outfits. No, they, they didn't spend any money
3: on the attacks. <laughs> That's the point.
2: <laughs>
0: they're descending, or trying to descend into the butt. And by the way, Iceman says, gangway all, the Iceman cometh. Yes, in that, the butt. That happens as he enters the butt. But the cowboys, led by Porter Mac, are like, get your guns out. Bang, bang, bang. And they're shooting at the X-Men. And Jean Grey fights back doing one of three ridiculous things in this issue yes she only she, has three moves in this issue and most of them include wardrobe she pulls porter max hat down on his eyes with her telekinesis just and stops him from shooting and then cyclops shoots uh, an optic blast at all the cowboys with the sound effect frat frat f-r-a-p exclamation point frat
1: not to be ex- confused with uh the the sound effect going Back at Porter Max Dude Ranch, which Fop? is FAP. FAP. You don't the R,
2: and.
0: There's lots of fapping at Porter Max Dude Ranch. Yes. I like to think come that, on, Edna, come on.
2: Ed, that Edna read this comic, and when she got to the cape thing, she was like, See, I said, no capes.
0: Wait, who's Edna? Edna, Edna from, from The Incredibles. From Incredibles. Are you kidding me? Oh, it's been a long time. <laughs> no capes! <laughs> The whole name. Well, yeah, we're gonna talk about capes today too, because there's a ridiculous moment with some capes. Well, I wanted
2: to say one thing before we move on. Oh yeah, there was a comment that one of these guys made. How it looks like it's open season on mutants again. Is the Dude Ranch also a mutant hunting ground? It's a mutant season. <laughs> Not just it's mutant season. We're gonna we're gonna shoot them. They're, but he says it's mutant. Oh, it's open season on mutants again.
1: They're all Yosemite Sam, basically.
2: Wait, which character says that though? One of the blue-shirted yeah. guys. One okay. of the
1: Porter Max dudes. While they're
2: all shooting with this. Oh no no! Porter Angel's Max thinking is...
1: that he's like, oh great, looks like it's open season. Oh, of it's Mutants Angel again. thinking that. Oh yeah.
2: okay, I was like, holy crap.
0: So yeah, I mean, so they're used to crowds I... chasing them. Porter
1: Max anything. dudes, in all fairness, are just trying to take them down, like not hurt them, but like we... just. He want to shoot him. He wants to we scare we him shoot... down. <laughs> One of, yeah, just <laughs> gentle, gentle
0: shoe stings. We'll just wing him. That's what he says. We're gonna <laughs> wing him. Uh, so he gets uh, Cyclops blasts the ground out. The the horses. <laughs> And the cowboys fall into the water, and they... No the cowboys were injured in the making of this comic book. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, they, uh, they've they had it, which I actually fucking love. I think it's amazing. They're like, we're leaving, Mr. Mac, bye. And uh, he's like, you're running out on me. You're fired, the whole bunch of you. And they're like, that's okay. At least we'll still be around to collect unemployment insurance, which may be the funniest one-liner in the whole comic, frankly. Because they're like, fuck this. We're not going to fight these mutants, you crazy man. But he's still going to go after him. He grabs his six shooters. T- Do
2: wrenches his life. Well, he's, he's the
0: biggest one there he's got to do this stuff uh <laughs> Iceman says i'll turn i'll turn this over to mike when he says this Iceman says looks like you took the fight out of him psych uh, And <laughs> no. i was
3: reading this the whole time like when he says when he's calling cyclops psych like I, I know this is written before the 90s but it. every time i see him you say the name psych i just think of like Oh, psych! Psych! Like oh, so would you read them. that in a '90s psych. mode? Re- read that again in '90s fashion. No. looks like you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, I can't. Looks Mor- like you took the fight right of him. Psych. I, I think need... you need more of a pause. I can... Looks I, like I you need more
1: of like a stoner. Not looks stoner, like you took the fight a... right out of him. Psych. There's yeah, you're yeah, like. You yeah. gotta be in
0: like Wayne's World. Come for on, let's story, go back here. to the '90s. Ah. Uh, Angel stops Porter Mac from firing his gun, and then they drop him on his horse, and Iceman just freezes a big old ice cube around him and uh, sends yeah. him on his way, uh, which I think what, is I, just amazing. Pretty, what
1: you, hypothermia? Like,
0: I think Iceman just killed
1: this man. <laughs> no,
2: no, it'll, <laughs> melt, it'll melt before he gets back to the dude ranch.
1: Well, somewhere. you know, I saw an episode of uh, Voyage of the Mimi when I was a kid. Do you guys remember that? Uh-uh. Yeah. Baby Ben Affleck on a v- ship. But anyway, Baby Ben Affleck got hypothermia, and he had to get in a sleeping bag naked with someone. And that's all I remember about that show, period. That? So that's gonna happen back at no, that's Porter Max Dude me. Ranch. Plenty of guys will be willing
0: to uh, warm him up by
1: crawling in a sleeping bag naked with him. Oh, I don't know, they
3: all quit. We do what we must. Well, there's
1: still other people there, I'm sure.
0: Well, and as he's riding away in his frozen ice cube on his horse, his only thought is, how will I ever explain this to the boys back at the Dude Ranch? <laughs> he
1: fired the
2: boys from the Dude Ranch. There are more boys. There's there always are, more boys at the Dude boys. Ranch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the dude that's the call that's the tagline that was, the commercial. <laughs> that's why they were after the x-men they were trying to recruit more, more boys, boys for the dude, dude ranch oh goodness Oh yay! Figured uh, yeah. The mystery take... of Porter Mac's Dude Ranch.
3: Think <laughs> about how much a winged guy would take,
0: like bringing. Oh, the, yeah.
3: the clientele, the winged angel guy would bring and in. And
0: beasts' feet. This Be- is. Feet. There you go. This is pulled from a caption above Porter Mac. But this is my favorite gay romance novel, if you just consider this as a title: "The Time Consuming Interlude with the Hot tempered Dude Ranch." Dude dude rancher, excuse me. Ah, Uh, And Bobby also mentions uh, that he's a bearded bum. Do you think Bobby... is? Do you think that's his kink? Bobby into bearded bums. He likes the hairy butt.
1: He likes the fuzzy butt. He likes something
2: to play with.
1: (laughs) Yeah. In the
2: post-coital
1: moments.
0: Okay. fingers through. If we're done (laughs) frapping... Never. We're we're gonna... We're gonna (laughs) move on. The X-Men are now determined to enter Lucifer's base. And... Frankly, well, enter his butt. Excuse me. We're yes. gonna we're gonna stick with that Buchanan's butt. And frankly, it's just nonsense. So, the Iceman builds an ice raft, and they're riding it down a river into the butte, and then they land on a whirlpool, which like sucks them under the ground. Like Lucifer built like a real elaborate base here. I mean, this we is some we some saw alone his shit. We saw his uh, we saw his cave base in Europe back in issue nine, but this is like this is something else. Oh, what'd you say, Corey? It's, I forget. As soon as some, it's out there, did you say some Home Alone? Yes. Yeah, home Alone. Some oh alone. yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he's laid all these traps out for him. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, on page seven, we get to see a mention of Irving Forbush. So I'm just going to read. I made a note to say, who is
2: Irving Forbush? Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk yeah, about we're Irving We're deep Forbush. into Marvel stuff
0: now. So there's, there's the caption. It says, don't fret, Marvelite. We'll pick up on our merry mistreated mutants before you can spell Irving Forbush. So Irving Forbush was a character that was first mentioned in 1955 in a book that Stan Lee wrote. And I think he just thought the name was so funny that he kept bringing him back. They designed a stupid-looking hero costume for him. He has no powers, and he's been like the mascot in a bunch of books, like Snafu and Marvel Age and Not Brand Eck. Uh, and he's been around for a long time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna show you guys a picture of Irving Forbush. He's still used in the comics. Uh, frankly, I think he's even a playable character in a couple of weird Marvel games. <laughs> but this is what he looks like: he's got a red jumpsuit on with a letter F on it, a little blue cape, and then a pod on his head with uh, eye holes cut out. So that's Irving <laughs> Forbush. So his his superhero name is Forbush. His, <laughs> <laughs> his superhero name is Forbush Man, and you. Oh. S- he's Forbush. He's Forbush.
3: He's really out of shape. He's too. Forbush. <laughs>
0: but he's uh he'll show up in comics once in a while with like howard the duck or you know he's just he's always been a nonsense character he's not super popular <laughs> but like old marvel shit he's uh you'll see irving forbush mentioned from time His to costume time looks pretty similar to lucifer's honestly he's got there's
1: <laughs> like a dollar wrong. store like sale on super villain costumes and mm, that's, that's where magneto fair. and like lucifer that. and forbush man got their mm-hmm. costumes
3: to be fair, the X-Men have dollar store costumes on, too. And that was just the style at well, the time. You know,
0: he's got to afford all those helicopters somehow. But I don't know. It it becomes a worse costume when you put a giant letter on your outfit. On your chest. If you have a giant a letter on your, head. your chest. The like, pot in the head How else
2: are, well? some, are people going to know who you are? Yeah. Well, Mimic in the last
0: issue. Like, oh, hey, it's Luke Oh, no, he's got an F on his chest. It's Forbushman. Mimic in 19 had a big old M on his chest. Forbushman has a big old F on his chest. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Uh, So, the X-Men students have been sucked into the whirlpool, and Professor X has been left back up on the surface. And uh, what happens to Professor X? Gizgot. Yeah. By
2: conveniently colored metal bands they match his shirt
3: yeah (laughs) some uh stylish prison he says some sort of metal band you know not a metal band it's just some some sort sort of metal metal band band. i don't know
1: what this is it's some sort of metal band so we're gonna as they put it around him we're
0: gonna learn in a minute and i'll jump ahead here lucifer in the last issue communicated with the supreme one who's the alien leader of the quist they're never called the quist here but we learn that in another series later and they send Dominus to Earth, which is a giant computer base. Dominus is not a robot. It's a computer. Well, he is a kind of a robot. There's an intelligence we'll learn in another series as well. But there's an alien base, and it can only be manned by these ultra robots, which are named after Greek letters. Because, you know, that's what they have on alien planets. So they're Alpha and Beta and Gamma and Delta. I didn't even and think about that. Whatever <laughs> the fifth one is. What's what's after Delta. I don't even I know. Thought it. I, I thought Burke. Epsilon was is it? on here. Okay, okay. So there's these giant... Or not giant. There's these like man-sized green robots that are kind of sentient. And uh, they're manning Dominus. They're the only ones that can man Dominus, which is kind of indestructible. That sounds kinky. So so these robots sneak up on Professor X. They wrap him up in a metal band. They pick him up in his wheelchair. And then they descend into the butt okay, and take him though, to Lucifer. Sorry,
2: bu- before they descend into the butt... Notice their flying posture. I thought they were mermen at first. I well, they're very frog like. I had to scroll up to see if their legs were attached in some other panels, but these guys, even when they're all bent over carrying him, they have their ankles and knees together, their toes are pointed. Perfect flying
1: posture. Yeah, they're very frog-like, <laughs> <else who knows. laughs> the it, frog
2: like, Nelson knows. But it almost makes them look like, like mermen or something. I kind of like Gymnast.
0: the. I kind of like the design yeah. of them. They're a little bit alien. They look very distinctive from the sentinels. I mean, we've had robots in the book recently, but they're very distinctive looking. I kind of like them. They're like yellow, green, red eyes. Uh, yeah, and they're pretty frog-like, yeah. like you mentioned. But I kind of, I kind of like these guys. I'm a little sad we only see them in this one issue. Uh, then we go into Lucifer's very elaborate base, which, which has... was designed by M. C. Escher. <laughs> <laughs> Who's M. C. Escher, everyone?
1: You know M.C. Escher, right? But just yeah. explain for well, those know, on the he, podcast. you know, he draws you the you just Google him. He mm-hmm. he draws the stairs going all over the place in no particular way,
0: and all the illusions, optical yeah, optical illusions, like perspective and perspective are, yeah. mind fuckery. In this space, there are approximately fourteen sets of stairs and ladders, each with its own computer on a different floor, uh, and that's Dominus. Uh, now I'm gonna I'm gonna well no also actually Wait, you have the blueprint over there. Did, did it say that? Mm, no. Oh. I just um you know using Nerd. numbers uh okay actually so we're gonna see dominus and lucifer come back in later issues i'll talk about that but uh in the late 90s kurt Busick and george perez launched uh, a new avengers series the third volume of the avengers in which this entire base comes to life as a giant ass robot called Dominic. giant ass robot so as you're as you're reading into this you can look into avengers volume three number 12 and you'll see this whole base come to life but Lucifer's down there. He's got Professor X tied up, and he immediately, supervillain style, starts monologuing about his plans and how he's going to destroy the planet, and you'll have to watch me. He even <laughs> tells them,
2: "No, no, don't destroy him yet. Let me tell him my plan first <laughs> He says it. No, I've waited too long for this. Moment. Papa, story time. How is the reader
3: going to know what his
0: plan was? <laughs> There's a. we're gonna get more of Lucifer monologuing but first we jump back to the X-Men who are under the water uh, Angel pulls out <laughs> and then dives back in to try to find uh, Jean Grey but Cyclops has already saved I'm her surprise, surprise, looks like she just passed out but then uh, a, a trap closes around the four of them and uh they are stuck in a glass cage. Oh man. This base is nuts, man. I hate it when I'm stuck in a It's glass like a game cage. of mouse trap. They're all mimes. They're just in that glass box. Uh, when was the last time you were stuck in a glass cage? Like, Geez, like Back in his go-go boy <laughs> like days. Yesterday. I thought we weren't telling people <laughs> about our sex life. We were on throwing the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a glass house. That's not the same. Uh, Then we jump over to Beast and Iceman, who've been separated. The robots uh, yank Beast out of the water. Now, Iceman, design-wise, a lot of people confuse him with the Silver Surfer regularly, right? They're both stark white. Uh, they both wear their underpants on the outside. And they look similar. And here he now. is on an ice surfboard <laughs> riding through the water. Like, that's not helping your branding, man. Everybody's going to think the Silver when Surfer's did, there. When did
3: the Silver
2: Surfer come out?
0: In the in theory? the 60s as well. He's a Fantastic Four character. Do you
2: think Bobby's a surfer before now? Like, before, like, he's got great form. Yeah. Is I... this something he just sort of picked up, or is he... There's a danger room surf mode. of mode.
0: I don't think he has much chance. He's been in pretty, pretty rural towns <laughs> with, like, poor parents. I don't think he's ever been surfing. I mean, I can't say that for sure. I... Uh, the, the Silver Surfer has been at times quoted as Stan Lee's very favorite character, actually. There's a great Silver Surfer series uh, from the from the early 70s that's amazing. Uh, but Iceman and Beast attack the uh, the Ultra Robots. And uh, they are soon dropped into a metal wall and captured anyway. So, you know, make sure you watch where you're going. Make sure there's no metal <laughs> walls in your way if you're going to try to fight.
2: That was an awesome move, though. Cause I could just picture him coming in on this huge wave and then suddenly, like, jump like off like you do a skateboard. It's so <laughs> he just, boom, and it just goes and just knocks the shit out of him. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Iceman, uh, Iceman it's gets some pretty move. cool moves yeah. in this.
0: He gets the... <laughs> He gets to freeze Porter Mac on his horse and now ride an ice surfboard. He's forming ice bridges and ice ladders all (laughs) over the place.
2: Also, I was surprised I didn't mention Hank being able to, like, I was expecting some sort of, oh, you guys are having problems swimming in the whirlpool? My gigantic, but, you know, insert more difficult word for gigantic, (laughs) arms and hands. (laughs) My hands and feet allow me to... Make this, turn this into a leisurely swim. How right. many words did I we have piggly to
3: wigglies. research during this? <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we, should, literally, we should have a beast vocab
0: word of the day. Beast
2: words.
3: That oh, that, that's a good <gasps> idea.
2: The beast cap. Beast cap.
0: Yeah, and for you guys all here, <laughs> we all got together an hour before we started recording and started uh, reading this issue out loud together. Before we recorded, and we had to, like, break out the dictionary, like, five separate <laughs> times to look up words that Beast use. And I've written a book, man. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm, like, the smartest person, but I had to look up a bunch of words in here. Uh, so, Lucifer is ranting on and on about his alien species and about his motivations. Uh, first of all, you guys... Are kind of being exposed to Lucifer for the first time here. We've covered him on the podcast a couple times, but tell me some of your thoughts. We've called him Thrift Store Magneto a bunch <laughs> of times in the past. What'd you think of his design and especially these like close ups of his face?
3: I was wondering where his upper lip went. <laughs> I was like, so he mentions he's an alien here. So I'm like, does he come from an alien race that just doesn't have upper lips?
0: Maybe the helmet is part of his head.
2: I don't even know if oh, that's no. a helmet. It's not a helmet. It looks like okay. a cow. Okay. So, like, I was one that was my thought was there's it's all fabric, there's no armor. There's it's just he threw a couple sashes from the his grandma's chest in the closet, and just like. Wrapped him around
1: himself. So, so this is aging me, but he, first time I saw him here, he uh, reminded me of the love child of Magneto and dumb Donald from Fat Albert. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I know you He's got oh, the, the, the giant baby. cap and his mouth and eyes are just visible through it. He looks like their love child. Uh,
0: and I really name?
2: want to draw this now. I want to know what they look like with their, whatever's on their head off
0: was his name dumb donald yeah oh my god i haven't seen that cartoon in like 30 years that's amazing and if you
2: look carefully right at the tip of his head it's a little, is, little condom uh, that's top. the little that's the yeah. semen bubble in yeah, the yeah. End well
1: that's it. what that's what reminded me the most of like yeah. the, the cap was just coming up to the point at the top <laughs> anyway google dumb
0: donald from fat albert if, you, if you're too young to get this reference okay okay so i'm just gonna read some of lucifer's word bubbles out loud here because he's ridiculous Uh, So this is part of his monologue, I'm skipping a bunch, but he says, You wish further proof of our powers? Then listen while I speak of Dominus. For ages now, my race has perfected in Dominus a weapon of indescribable potency. Yeah, this guy's got a little dick. He's a, he's a spokesperson
1: for Beyond Eons Pyrograph.
0: ago, we created the ultimate machine, Dominus, as well as the complex robots needed to operate it. And while your Earth was still a mass of floating gases, we begin to extend sway yes, to it's... nearby worlds. Always the pattern is the same. We establish our headquarters in secret on the unsuspecting planet. And when the time is ripe, we strike. Soon your world shall be like so many before it. Uh, shall be blanketed by rays designed to take away the independent will of everyone on Earth, which we saw Lucifer doing in the last issue in the flashback to Tibet. Uh, It was for this express purpose that the irresistible machine, which we call Dominus, as well as the indispensable robots, which alone can operate it, were teleported to Earth through beams of ionic light. So he's, in essence, giving Professor X the way to defeat him here. Like, he mentions, like, three times like the robots are the only ones that can dominate my, my can favorite part this.
3: my favorite part here is that he actually shows professor x a documentary about it <laughs> too <laughs> he just says here i'm gonna click play here's a video about everything he <laughs> doesn't he doesn't use the tv
2: he doesn't say look at the tv he doesn't say look at the monitor he says look at the attend the visa screen the visa screen watch the screen i want to call, the the <laughs> call my a tv, a, TV, watch that TV screen it's just that's it it's it's a complex robot, okay. so it's not
0: just any sort of screen. I
1: do have a question here. Remind yes. me once more why why Xavier's wearing this ridiculous space helmet?
0: So Lucifer tried to send he he extended a giant like penis tower through the ground, and it splurted out some stuff that like sent thought waves to stop Xavier's powers from happening, and got knocked into like a coma, and then. Xavier used... Not a coma. He was just, like, sitting like a statue. And then Xavier used his powers to help Gene and the other X-Men build him a device that would block the Ray's ability to block his telepathy. So he's wearing a fishbowl to stop Lucifer from controlling his mind. So is this
1: fishbowl, like, the one thing stopping Professor Xavier from having his mind taken over by... He doesn't just take it off? Basically. That's the point I'm getting to. Sorry. Lucifer has Professor Xavier...
0: Strapped by some sort of metal in a chair right next to him, and he doesn't just take that helmet off of him. Also, the five X Men do not have this helmet on, and he has machines that can control minds. Well, it took them time to throw one helmet together. They had to go buy a fishbowl and then some kind of like walkie talkie microphone. He's too bitty busy monologuing. <laughs>
2: but
0: now, you know, now just in just this flashback off. to the aliens, we see this like penetrative penis <laughs> missile push up through the ground and then like extend outward where a bunch of guns like plop out from it it's it's, it's they all wild.
2: have different types of barrels too <laughs> yeah it's
0: real phallic and then he talks about how he, sh- he shows professor x on the screen how they once conquered the civilization of a of uh, a planet near the star sirius s-r-s-i-r-i-u-s now we're not going to talk about the syrian aliens here but for those that are marvel nerds go look up avengers volume one numbers 36 and 37 and quasar volume one number 14 those are the only other places, to my knowledge, that the alien Syrians appear. Oh. But we're not going to talk about them here, but we do see these aliens again.
3: Yeah, but they... And, and it looks like he's forcing them to strip down to, like, their mm-hmm. short shorts <laughs> and, and, like,
1: take... Meanwhile, back at Porter Max Dude Ranch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I also... I appreciate how when he go, when he shows this documentary and he's like hey see we enslaved all these people he's standing there on the rock with his arms crossed like he's taking like, a picture in the 90s yeah like he's like he just released his he's a rapper album and, <laughs> right. and his mom's taking the picture for the cover
0: <laughs> his mom who made his costume for him
2: and produced
0: he does so many like angry villain poses he made, This Rawr. he made sure he was there
2: like and i was there it's like
0: i need a cool name who's evil Lucifer. <laughs> so their goal is to turn humans into slaves, and then they want all the fit guys in short shorts to carry things around for them while they watch. That's, that's my goal human, too.
2: Strip them into short shorts and then make them carry mm-hmm. things around.
3: But just what the they hot they
0: do ones.
2: What do with the fat people?
0: Mm, they, they put them. In that in the might
2: bite. sound insensitive. That that wasn't coming from any place of like I don't like.
0: No, 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 are yeah, yeah they're, well, they're all buff people in shorts. <laughs> There's to look at at the one guy people. in a tunic,
1: though. Maybe he's a little, little portly.
2: Like he, he's he's still got two more abs to come in at the bottom, so he's not allowed to yeah, take, he he can't his, shirt take off his shirt off, <laughs> off until he's got the
0: abs. He wants to look at all the buff people, and then the rest he just puts in the butt. Yeah. Because you know they build a butt wherever they go. Yeah, that joke is not running old yet. <laughs> no, no, it never <laughs> it's will. Old yet. <laughs> uh, so we go back to the uh, Cyclops. Gene, and Warren have been placed into a glass cage. There's no way for them to escape. Uh, the Ultra Robots bring in Beast and Iceman. When they open the cage, the X-Men try to escape, but there's an invisible force that knocks them back. So now all five X-Men are, are locked in a glass cage. Which, frankly, the Sentinels did the same goddamn thing. All five X-Men were locked in a goddamn glass cage and they couldn't get out. So we oh, need to, that's lazy where, where do you think
1: Lucifer got the idea? <laughs> Robots like, putting oh, the students got got into glass just... cages.
0: Uh, but how do they
1: escape? Gene's amazing... Dun. Powerful ability to flick a switch. This,
0: I feel
2: like this is the equivalent of being like in a, in a Western movie where the the sheriff leaves the room and the the, the prisoner coaxes the dog to bring the keys off. The or, something.
0: <laughs> or they like design a bunch of like stack a bunch of hangers up and reach so like Pirates of, Pirates of the Caribbean, where the one
1: guy's trying to get the dog. To, yeah. So, Jean, uh, we have
0: seen her lift herself in this issue, which is good. But first she knocked the guy's cowboy hat down. Now yeah. she just flicks so a switch and their cage opens. She is mean? the phoenix. She's power she is incarnate. She, so she, she, is. Is. she can Stronger flick a switch with her <laughs> mind. <laughs> Jean Grey has been able to lift the juggernaut and spin him around in the air. But in this she, issue... She can yank awesome. a hat down some guy's face and flick a switch. That's oh, but she's amazing. not done. Oh, yeah. We'll she's got one more hair.
1: amazing moment that we'll get to. And then
0: Cyclops says, I think I noticed a weak point on that robot's back. And he zaps it with, with, with a zapped. Z-A-P-T, zapt, And uh, destroys the robot. Oh, so That's the past tense of zap.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Zip, zap, well, zaps. Because
2: well, it's in the back.
3: Yeah, right zapped, zapped in the back. I'm pretty sure that phrase has also been uttered on the Dude Ranch.
0: Yes.
1: I got zapped in the back.
3: Oh,
0: oh no! Oh, I'm, I'm gonna, finding I'm a, gonna zap.
3: Find me a weak point on the robot's back. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> uh, the X Men escape, but now an alarm has gone off, and we have learned that these robots, while powerful, are also quite destructible. You just gotta shoot them in the back. They have a weak you just spot. gotta know where their weak spots are. Please uh, us... give me a back rub. I have a weak spot back there too. <laughs> I will fall right over just like that robot. All of us have vulnerabilities, guys. Mm-hmm. So Lucifer on the next page is uh, well. Can I, can I read it? This? Yes. I've
1: been dying to read this all <laughs> this. So we've got Professor Xavier sitting there with his some sort of metal band around him and his fish helmet on, saying, "Must keep probing deeper, deeper, mm-hmm. for the future of humanity hangs the
0: balance."
1: Deeper. Oh. I added that I last deeper to make for effect. Zapped. Yeah, I just <laughs> no, zapped did. myself.
0: <laughs> Mike, I'm getting turned on. You better get back in your glass cage. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Find that weak spot in his back. Probing deeper and deeper. You guys, there's so many oh. Do you think Roy Thomas like was like, I let's think... get as much innuendo in this as possible. Okay,
2: so I'm glad you mentioned that because and you guys didn't read this, listeners, but we were messaging each other earlier today. And I had a thought um, that I shared with everyone and we need I'd love to have someone's opinion who read this in the original run to see if this was as giggly to them as it is to us or if just innuendo, ha- innuendo has evolved over the years in- because it's so obvious and especially about the, the restrictions that you were talking about uh, last time I was here yeah the the, the comics code and authority the sort of stuff like how would they have allowed this much blatant? Stuff? I don't know.
3: In- I, mean, I feel like penises have been around all throughout all of human <laughs> yeah. history. I and mean, people have giggled about them from g- day one. Right? I bet there were Romans who were uh, sitting down giggling about the statues. They're like, huh, look at David's like, S-
1: penis speaking up. Speaking about uh, giggling about statues. So in the, on the same page, there is this shaft in the
0: middle of the room that is very veiny. I'm just gonna leave yeah, it there. It is. Uh-huh. I-,
3: I noticed that too.
1: <laughs> so and we have it's veiny-
0: flesh-colored. We have veiny flesh-colored shafts. We have <laughs> penis rockets that Open up and squirt things out. I mean, it's it's hard to think that they didn't know at least somewhat what they're doing.
2: All that's but, missing is Boris Karloff. But oh, we right. also there's been whole. <laughs> I'm being all
0: serious. We we have whole fields of study that talk about how most men are architects and they tend to build very phallic things, skyscrapers that jut up into the sky. So the, the male psychology may be slightly obsessed. But we have words clouds. like penetrate and probe. I mean, over and over in these, it's 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 just fucking ridiculous. Uh, but yes, Corey. To your point, I think it would be really fascinating, actually, to have someone uh, who is an expert in this uh, speak on this because I think the writers maybe didn't know what they were
2: doing. But... Did they, or did, was it all like tongue in cheek? Like the 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 goody goodies won't get this, but the rest of the, the
1: my mom says some will. pretty stupid things that have a lot of innuendo in them and not realize it. I can't think all of like any on, the top of on my Brooklyn Nine Nine.
3: We'll go find. <laughs> well, we'll go. We'll need to go find a professor who has a
1: bachelor's degree in sexual in- innuendo. innuendo. Oh <laughs> man, where do we go to school I, for that? I, would I like bet. A I bet there's some essays out there.
0: PhD in frankly. innuendo. <laughs> uh, in our last podcast, Anthony Oliveira referenced a website called Kirby Without Words. I think where you can look at some of the original art, the way Kirby drew it. And it kind of looks like the female characters are fighting and doing action things. But when Stan Lee adds the words in, it's always about, like, oh, Cyclops told me to go battle these guys. Like, it's always about the men, whatever the women are doing. But when you take the words out, it just looks like they're part of the team. So it's interesting because I think you can take some imagery or, or alter things a bit and understand the comics completely differently. Well,
3: well it's like Shakespeare. There's a lot of sexual innuendo mm-hmm. in Shakespeare that we don't recognize as sexual innuendos, too. Like, the word cake back then was kind that's of like what? a sexual. I it's mean, come, it's, back. Got, well, it's come back. It's come full circle. Cake has come <laughs> back. You're right. You're <laughs> right. I, I, but I feel like cake was gone for a long time. about 500 you know? it's, it's, years or so. Yeah. It's come back like groceries. There's, as a fat know, cake, cake this. has always been alive in my heart. <laughs> um, we now think of groceries as a sexual innuendo. I do love
0: some good cakes. Groceries. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> um, on page On page 15, <laughs> Lucifer's beard looks so fucking gross. Yeah. We get this like undershot of his chin. Ugh, ugh. I hate it's it. It's not. Yeah, it's that's a beard. I thought he just had indentations in his. I place. don't. It's gross. Like a it's Thanos style indentation No, it's beard. a beard. It's really patchy. I At I don't so. mind a beard, but that's you should just a gross shave that beard. off.
2: Well, it's I not. Just, it's uh. It's it's obvious. His, his there's,
0: there's mom there's thinks it looks cool.
2: And there's nothing on the bottom lip. It's well, he doesn't have a top He doesn't
0: have a top lip.
2: Oh, I, <laughs> uh, you bet that would chafe.
3: Yeah. yeah, you gotta shave that and powder. Well, it. I mean, he
1: needs to grow a mustache if he doesn't have a top lip to kind of hide that.
3: Oh, I thought he
2: just had a wrinkled chin. He's got. No. Are
0: those
2: nose holes in the mask? Yeah, yes. he's got to
0: breathe through that mask. Yeah, that's a real uncomfy mask. What do
1: they look like under
0: there? Oh my god, all I can see is that. I want that a a mask now. Now. <laughs> All I can see is dumb Donald now. Like, that's all I can see. <laughs> oh my god. The X-Men are wandering around the base. It's huge. It's elaborate. There's stairs going everywhere. And Iceman says, All that's missing is Boris Karloff. Any nerds out there know who Bur- Boris Karloff is? Excuse me, hiccups. Boris Karloff is uh, a famous, famous... Along with Lon Chaney, a uh, uh, movie actor who portrayed monsters. So when you go back and look at the old, like, Frankensteins and Draculas and stuff like that, there's a couple actors that would portray monsters, and Boris Karloff was one of them. So he's uh, he's talking about, you know, it's a creepy monster space. And in a couple more pages, Beast mentions the actor Soupy Sales, who's, like, a famous uh, actor who had, like, a radio show way back when... And then he was, like, a television star through the 60s. He died in, like, 2009. Uh, but, yeah, we oh, get again. we get some old 60s references uh, here, which is kind of fun. Um, the X-Men now are free. They, uh, a few of them decide, you know, we need to just start, like, ripping up wires and, like, destroying shit. But Professor X has warned them not to. Uh, Cyclops or and Jean is G-
3: it Professor X? Ha <laughs>
0: <laughs> ha! Dun dun dun! That's the mystery... Iceman and Angel seem determined. where did Beast stand with all this? Uh some of them just seem determined my to feet. rip to his <laughs>
2: giant feet. <laughs> feet. Uh
0: some of them seem determined to rip things up, but Gene and Scott are like defending Professor X and and, and fighting back. So Intermission. Da 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 This little song is the point where I remember to edit when I listen later.
3: Or we leave the you know, I have full control over the editing mm-hmm. so i might just throw in your little singing uh, in there yeah as a, as a that's the like, new theme da, 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 song i'll be like intermission and then da, 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 i'll just play that on loop for a little bit i so... be like,
0: okay now we're back i'm so okay with that actually know, blooper's real uh <laughs> <laughs> so the the x-men get some like telepathic thoughts from professor x but some of them wonder if it's actually lucifer pretending to be professor x which is
2: fair Right,
0: because he's got, you know, like a telepath machine, a telepathic dot, whatever that word is. So they're looking around, uh, they find Professor X and Lucifer, and Lucifer's fist in the air, like ranting, rah! And uh, Jean Grey gets her third big move, which this is... is... This is the Phoenix
1: Incarnate, let me just remind <laughs> you. Power, power incarnate. She yanks his cape over his face.
2: Oh man, and I'm... <laughs> Earlier I mentioned the cape... I think i mentioned yeah, that out of turn i was that's thinking okay. kate but i mentioned it during yeah. the hat that's all right this is out of all confusing. the
3: things out of all the things she could have done to him she, if she's lifted up the juggernaut why she could have just lifted him up like and just yeah him, like upside down or something or at conservation at least given, of energy she could have
1: given him a wedgie maybe that, <laughs>
0: that she could have dropped a robot on his head for yeah. all you know
3: she did give him a wedgie here we're just like i mean she hold the cape over his head there's probably there could be a wedgie going on back there at the Mm -hmm. same time i'm gonna
1: rewrite this scene but just think of wedgie oh no you don't lucifer i'll use your own underwear to stop you (laughs) curse you marvel girl my robots will yet destroy you maybe and maybe not i'll keep you so tangled in your underwear that you won't be able to call them that is a much better scene (laughs) i know roy thomas
0: look out i'm coming for you
1: (laughs) roy thomas is still alive good for him
0: uh so angel tries to go rip up the machine cyclops is like no and he hits him with an optic blast That,
2: that shit escalated
0: quickly right yeah yeah, it's kind of a dick move. Like, that's
2: not. That's probably not the best way to handle that.
0: Angel is uh, stunned. Iceman. Then Angel's also stunning. S- set phasers stunning, to stunning. stunning. Well, look at look at his bulge there. What page and then is he's that? falling. Page he 17? says, he oh, says okay, stunning can't fly." I'll have everyone know Corey's the straight one here. Noticing Angel's bulge. <laughs> <laughs> It's like window shopping. Like you're never gonna buy, but you still want to stop. You can still look. admire. You still <laughs> notice
2: things. You know.
1: It's like, oh yeah, that so guy's gonna be package. I,
2: I don't mind looking. I just don't. I just don't put it in my
0: mouth. Oh, you're making me cough, Corey. Uh, uh, so, Ice uh, Then. Uh, uh, Ices up a big ice ball? I don't know. What the conjures? A big old oh, ice he, ball? He,
2: he conjures it and he throws it. He doesn't even, like, shoot an ice ball he at him. He picks, chucks it at him. He, he conjures a ball in his hand and then throws it with his arm.
0: Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Jean gets a fourth move. She knocks the ice ball out of the air. Oh, wow. She's so powerful. She
2: should have knocked Angel out
1: <laughs> of the air. She's been so useful. She's been
0: practicing this for so long. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Execute. But so it see, turns an ice ball the, move, maneuver.
3: Back at the mansion, like, she's the one who always flips on and off the switch, like, the light yeah. switches. <laughs> like, Just on people. This will come <laughs> in handy <laughs> one <laughs> day. <laughs> she
1: sits in her room, her fingers at her temples, flicking off and on the light switch.
2: <laughs> she has to work the lights for the raves.
1: Yeah.
0: One day this will, <laughs> <laughs> come. <laughs> one day this will come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Oh, this is this episode's ridiculous, and I love it. it is. <laughs> uh, the uh the Lucifer is down on the ground and all mad, and he's telling the remaining robots to like attack right now, but they like pretty quickly destroyed. Uh one of them gets destroyed with the sound effect zit, which is, you know, Z I T exclamation point. That's always a good one. Zit
3: scrack. Are we gonna start one. doing your Grey Malkin ASMR <clears throat> right now with all scrack. the crack.
0: Uh, <laughs> sound effects. We had uh, Chris from X-Reads commenting on uh, all of the onomatopoeia, like amazing sound effects back then. It really is quite intense. Uh, The robots come in for one last blast. Iceman creates a curved ice wall. It's very important. For you to it's know curved. that it's curved. Yes, mm-hmm. they
1: specify that specifically. Because a when detail about how curved it is.
0: Yeah, it's very curved, very, very is curved. Curved, Chad. It, I don't wall? have an ice wall. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. I was
3: just wondering. I mean, I don't have an ice wall either. But do, you, do any of you guys around? Have, have if a anyone glass? in the room oh, If an
2: ice wall, it might, it might cur- it might uh, sniff a little bit in the left direction. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's, I wouldn't say there's a curve.
0: Did you just say sniffs? Just no. a little sniffs. bit in the, in, the, in the left
2: direction. Oh my! And if just... anyone
0: and if anyone in this room knows if I have a curved ice wall, it would be you, sweetheart, because <laughs> we share a bed. Uh, but the the I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just talking about ice walls. <laughs> the Jeez. robots the robots fire full force blasts, which bounce off of the ice wall and destroy the robots because Same. that's how science works. Ice reflects death rays. Uh, <laughs> uh, who only would... if it's curved <laughs> <laughs> only if your eyeball is curved uh, who would like to talk about uh, uh, what happens to Lucifer on this last page because it's oh, God. kind of amazing
2: I love it it reminds me of uh, you remembering Back to the Future 2 McFly <laughs> 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 proceeds to get fucking chewed out by his Whoever's in charge of him all on the big screen. Oh, but look... <laughs> that's
3: exactly what happens here. Uh, but look, his boss doesn't have an upper lip either. No, he
0: has like... The boss is called the Supreme One. Ah, Lucif- it's because Lucifer's he's older got lightning brother. bolts on his head. And he's got a goatee. He calls in... full uh, Brigham Young Beer. He calls in at just the wrong moment and learns that Dominus can no longer be activated because the robots have been destroyed and so no one can run Dominus anymore. And he decides to punish Lucifer by...
2: Sending comes, him into the
1: to, an to empty exile. dimension. He just eternal like eternal
0: exile. He just like sends him floating into another dimension. Now, we will not cover this in this podcast, but Lucifer remains in that other dimension for a while. And we're going to see him back in, And for those that want to look it up, Iron Man number 20, Captain America number 177 and 178, West Coast Avengers number 24.
1: West Coast Avengers. So, Eternal Exile. Is that is a book.
0: That eternal. But, but no, he no. he develops the it's ability. Not, not eternal. He develops the ability to project his thoughts and, like, take over people's minds from this other dimension. So we do see Lucifer again. There's also a book that's been written. It's actually pretty decent called uh, X-Men Shadows of the Past, where Lucifer and the Quist are featured. But he never shows up in another X-Men book. Even though he's like Professor X's. Well, he got embarrassed
2: pretty hard. And I mean, he was emasculated big time in front of the X Men. So he's probably too embarrassed to go back. Yeah. He doesn't show his face in the Northeast anymore or Northeastern Mm. USA. If you saw that
3: gigantic curved ice wall, you'd you'd feel emasculated (laughs) too. (laughs)
0: We're going to see some real obscure villains. In fact, upcoming up, we have like one called the Locust. Uh, But Lucifer's kind of the one from the big run. He was supposed to be a big villain at the time. And he's kind of just faded into obscurity. I think most people stop wondering how Professor X lost the use of his legs, but, like, he's he's got a pretty big legacy as far as... Uh... <laughs> legacy? Wait, that... <laughs> oh, We're ridiculous. Uh, he's got a pretty big legacy as far as it comes in the comics, but, uh, but he's kind of just been forgotten. If you guys go through wonder... this... Sorry. Oh, no, please.
2: I was going to say, I wonder if they decided that he was too much... What's the word I'm trying
1: stupid. to think? Stupid? Too much stupid? No, he was... T-
2: not too similar, but he was too much story co- plot competition for Magneto. Like, Professor X could only have one arch-villain. Or it could just be the just
1: changeover of writing from Stanley to Roy Thomas. Oh, and Roy Stanley Thomas had like, plans. This character, Lucifer's Roy Thomas is like, this guy is dumb. I
2: told him that when he pitched it last week, and I'll tell him that. Well, but, <laughs>
0: but Stanley had introduced him enough times and um. given him enough credence that like Roy Thomas had to wrap this up somebody had to tell like, this know, story with this dude? uh so tell me what your thoughts are uh as far as who was your star player in this issue if you pick one character who was your favorite and then one key moment that was just your absolute favorite out of the whole book
1: well key player would be Iceman cuz he actually did a lot of stuff in this yeah From he was kind of great curve. yeah he did a lot of stuff he made like a little boat for them he made a little laddery thing he made a curved ice shield and he froze Porter Mac and yeah he gave he had like a surfboard this, he uh, probably uh, sent Porter Mac into hypothermia and he probably died on the way back on the horse
3: he killed someone
1: and the uh, <laughs> underwhelming character is probably Jean and that comes from my f- what was the second question uh, what was your favorite moment yes Jean's favorite one? moment is probably her use of only fabrics related to tele- telekinesis in this issue
2: <laughs>
3: oh I mean, I, I I have to agree. I was gonna say, Iceman's definitely the the key player. I mean, he he made bowling balls. He made like ice shafts. He, he made, chucked some ice at a he dude. He served. Mm-hmm. He did. He was the one that did the most. Um, and then as far as my favorite part, I don't know why, but I love the fact that. Um, Lucifer had a video presentation <laughs> already to show <laughs> Professor X Cue like, up <laughs> like the like, documentary, the, the six-part like,
1: documentary on PBS. He's like,
3: look, I have a video to show you, like, what we've done to other planets. Now
2: watch. I'm going to send this to some I just, festivals if you want to check it out. <laughs> I, just, I just love that part. It's just... Corey, for you? Uh, so I was trying to think of a different key player other than Iceman, but... I, I think I want to go. I'm going to go with Iceman as well, but more because when Cyclops just out of fucking nowhere went from zero to a hundred real fucking quick and <laughs> shot Angel with no warning, Iceman was like, "No, you don't do that." Boom, ice ball. So he like stood up for stood up for his buddy against the leader, his which crush. probably, when you think deeply about it outside of a single panel moment, that can, that's probably a pretty big deal. He's the junior member of the team and Mm. he he used his powers against the leader of the team.
0: Kind of saved the day in some
1: ways. Do <laughs> you think he's kind of gaining some confidence after last issue where he stood alone or whatever?
0: That was that was Two a couple issues back. Yeah.
1: Last guess. one we
2: were able he, to hear. He's he <laughs> actually
0: maybe
1: feeling good about himself at this yeah. point.
0: Uh, my key, my favorite, my star player in this issue was uh, Porter Mac himself. <laughs> 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 it's just so fucking I mean, random this dude this guy, and he got so much attention. <laughs> of and Porter my Mack's favorite, bathhouse. My favorite moment in the book is when all the guys fall in the water and they're like, "We quit." Like. He's like, you're no, you're fired, and they're like, well, it's better than being dead, jerk. And they being, walk that's away. That's what I would have done. Uh, next issue in twenty two, we get uh, non X Men villains. There's a whole team of non X Men villains, uh, which is something really bold. Roy Thomas did. He has all these villains he could draw on or create new mutants, but we get uh, we get them led by we we see him named here, Count Nefaria. Who, if nefarious. uh course, if you want to lean over and look at uh, Mike's book. Uh, count Nefary is the big guy. We'll talk about oh, him next time. Awesome. But he I looks just like want... a count because he has a monocle. So Duvin, you may know these characters' names. Yeah, i was gonna guess. Okay, okay. I, he... I'm guessing. Is this the? So super we're gonna go. Party? We're gonna go left to right. Is this weed man? We're gonna go left to right, <laughs> and I want you to try to guess each of these super villains' names. Okay. We'll cover them next time. So we got the guy on the left wearing the uh, the like orange tunic or the green tunic with the orange weird hat that's all phallic. What do you think his name is? Oh. Moonway. This is an Iron Man villain. No. What is it?
3: Oh, I wasn't. I was gonna say
2: Moonstar. Shanghai.
0: Any <laughs> <he> guesses? <laughs> no. His name is Unicorn. Oh, I can That's... see that. His hat's a little. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tall. Next. Next, we got the purple and blue guy with like the jagged zigzag. He's, he's at the tip of my tongue, and say... I can't quite bring him out. Oh.
2: I just see, I see the beetle, but that's a DC character. I think it's just the color. There, there is a Spider-Man beetle. villain yeah, called the Beetle. beetle. DC <laughs> this
0: guy's bubble. name is the Eel. The Eel, that's right. Okay, <laughs> then we got the then we got a guy man. and a bunch of like fluffy hay. It's <laughs> like
2: a straw
3: man, right? <laughs> Scarecrow. <laughs> like, I was gonna say the gas mask lion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Roar! Any guesses from you, George Sounds
2: like Asher and Jackson would have guessed that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> His
0: name is the Porcupine. Oh yeah. Okay.
3: Do those things Sorry, shoot out of him? Are these all uh-huh. animal? You're names? are way too Should excited about be this. Guessing animal names here. Uh, the next
0: guy uh, is wearing uh, uh, now, is he a, a mask is he with oh, He's a jack-o'-lantern. Green that's what I was
3: gonna say. The yeah. jack o' lantern.
0: That's the scarecrow. That's uh, but, Marvel scarecrow. But there is a jack o' lantern, Spider Man villain. Yeah. And then uh, finally, we got a guy uh, hanging from a tree with a green costume and a yellow. Cape. His name's Bushy Pete. <laughs> oh.
2: King King Cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Doctor Dank. Looks like, <laughs> that's
2: better.
3: Looks like a a leaf. Leaf.
1: His name is his name is Plant Man. Oh,
0: kind of on the nose. So uh, next time we get a bunch of non X Men villains, and I'm gonna ha- actually these are awful. these are some of my favorite 60s characters, uh, Porcupine and Plant Man in particular. So we'll talk about them next time. Uh, you guys, I had so much fun tonight just laughing. This was I, a I, nonsense. I think episode. Porcupine
1: and Plant Man after this issue open an, a, a bread and a bed and, and breakfast, a bread and breakfast, yeah. 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 So,
0: I'll, I'll talk more about this next time, but I'll just share real quick, because I want your reactions. There's a scene in Captain America, Porcupine appears for a while, but there's a future Captain America comic where he's running in battle and falls, and one of his Skins own porcupine himself. quills sticks in his own heart and he dies. No way! That actually really happens. Who, who's That's run is that? that? When you roll a uh, during Grenwald's, I believe. Okay. Oh, Chad, Cory pointed like a out porcupine. at the
3: top left corner of that cover. Look at Beast and Iceman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: my goodness. <laughs> We've commented on that before. It kind of looks like Beast is bottoming for Iceman. Yes. In the- oh, in the- that not- Iceman's so excited that shooting common- ice out of his fingers. And Iceman squirting out his fingers. No, so that like, is a common If you logo. look at it, okay. it's,
2: it looks like you just walked in on them filming a. Party. Yeah, and, and like Jean <laughs> and Scott like, like, oh shit, and Professor X caught across, us. It's like, oh fuck, I thought the door was locked. And <laughs> angels
1: across and angels across the cover like, wait he, for me. Angel's <laughs> the one using the camera. Uh,
3: Cyclops. <laughs> he works the boom because he can get right over the. Yeah. Cyclops He's yeah. upset that you just barged in on them. <laughs> for
0: my sake. Now. If people would like to, you guys do not have to share. Feel free to pass. If people would like to find you guys online or on social media, where could they find you?
1: Well, I am on the Instagrams. You can find me at Wham Barber. W H A M B A R B E R, just you know the only way barber is spelled.
0: But that's where I'm at. Also, I've had a lot of really nice comments about my haircut on Instagram. Well, Mr. George Michael cuts my hair. I cut his hair. Oh snap.
2: It's too
3: bad you didn't do it today. I just, right work a good I just got home from today. the gym, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't judging.
1: Oh, you were. I know his heart. We're not
3: on video today, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm wearing a loin. Did you want to? Did don't you want to answer again. that? You're, the comment you told me earlier, you know that that that's between us. I won't
0: tell Chad. Rude. Where can people find you online? They can't. Yeah, Uh not online. You just have to look at my social media. How about you, Corey?
2: Uh, same. I'm not a. I'm not a public guy. Then, uh, my all my stuff is just kids and,
3: yeah. I don't yeah. Have public yeah. life. No, we're Don't good. look me up. Don't at me. I <laughs>
0: love all three of you so much. Uh, thank you for being here and for all the laughs. So we'll see you guys back next time on Gray Malkin Lane when we talk about uh, uh, Count Nefaria and all his crazy, stupid animal, stupid bad villains. guys. Uh,
2: what do you think his accent is?
1: Oh, he's bad. European. He's your... Very bad. It's, it's just called... indiscreet European. There's no real it's accent. Like... He, it's he, called it, Divided it, We Fall. He's got some kind of like weird New Jersey accent, but really just does uh, this it's fake European accent.
2: He's from New Jersey accent. that moved to L.A. and doesn't like... No, he just that has a fake German New accent. they Jersey and they're trying to sound Austrian. He's Italian. Yeah.
1: I actually really like him. I, I think he talks like uh, the German kid from Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fond <full> of chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs>
0: I am Count Nefaria. <laughs> uh, also, side note, we'll just mention this. Count Nefaria is the villain that the X-Men fight in Claremont's run, who is responsible for the death of Thunderbird. Oh. So, cool. yeah, we'll talk more about that next Funny time, too. We'll... All right, you guys, we'll see you next time. Thanks for uh, listening to Graham Lane. Uh, Bye. Oh, you can find Graham and Lane on Twitter, at GraymalkinPEP Podcast, or on Instagram on Graham Lane. Bye. There's lots of voting going on.
1: We're doing to
0: the amalgam votes right now. That's it's not. album votes.
1: I haven't. I don't really go on Instagram.
0: I just have I, one. I, I always. I hate I it, always... But special episodes that the don't two. get an issue number. Mm, What's the other? The one? All new X Men one and the Trial of Professor yeah. X in the intro. Oh okay. Intros where I'm like I know there were two of them. Okay. We're doing Trial click of the click. Scarlet Witch next. That's just an
3: ASMR <laughs> <laughs> Ugh standards smacking my ear. This I don't the, know how
2: they're so popular. It's just know, the hey, Great Malcolm a, Lane at ASMR. <laughs> oh God.
3: We just where we, it's it's where re- we go through and read, <laughs> read the sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> Snicked.
1: <laughs>
3: Maybe I'll have to like cut this and just throw it into that. Every, so once, every once in a while, you get one
2: of Beast's words. <laughs> Perse- yeah. I, just yeah, like perceptionist. Oh, I'm perceptionist. Can you use it in a sentence, please? The beast just said the word
3: perceptionist. <laughs> I can't remember the word. Per- um. Let's <laughs> save pers- 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 these. We per- laughed pers- too much before the episode pers- pers- even started. Pers- <laughs> <sweaters>. Save, <You laughs> save like, this. Actually, I thought it meant sweaty or something. Yeah, it does. Everything's pers- sweaty. Pers-
2: pers- pers- we start pers- making <laughs> our jokes. Okay. Okay. Are we ready?